bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Bryce Castillo, joined with Brian Brushwood. Yo, sorry, I'm just setting the thermostat to cool, because it's about to get hot in here. Ooh, and Justin Hot Robert Young. (laughs) That's me, Hot Rob is what they call me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, hey man, why don't you take your issue down to HR? That's who we call Hot Rob. (laughs) It might be be freezing outside, but the temperatures are rising when Hot Rob's on the scene. (laughs) So, uh, I'm actually glad we've got Hot Rob here for this first news story. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, you know, one microsecond, you you suddenly realize. You know that moment when you realize a joke and. A joke is going to ex- escape velocity <laughs> yeah. and now become a thing. So, uh, Justin, you are a Florida native, right? You I are am, yes. from Florida. What is some of the fauna you would expect to see in Florida? I think I know what this story is. Uh, uh, I'm so excited. So, wait, the fauna is, is animals, Animals. Right? What sort of like animals, animals would you find All right. in the, well, the Florida environment? Like, I remember one time, actually, Andrew and I were driving back when when we both lived down there and we were driving back from lunch and we had to wait a solid 10 minutes because a Gila monster, the the the, the size of, of a small sedan was was walking a- across the the area. I mean, like it, but where we were was right next to the Everglades. And it's like there is. It's Jurassic Park in there and not in like the fun way where there's like big animals in the like, yeah, (laughs) like just the bad way (laughs) in 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 the like the world was inhospitable and there was just death and just a million different things, big and small, that will kill you and are colorful and probably larger than you think. So uh, uh, I would say, yeah, lizards. And uh, of course, there's all sorts of colorful birds and everything but mm-hmm. but that's usually the the florida fauna um and so uh, uh, brian i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna show you i'm gonna pop this monitor on so you can see this image brian can you tell me before we show justin the image can you tell me what this animal that we're looking at is here uh okay well uh, as the monitor boots up i'm gonna presume it's a florida fauna a member of the notorious gang okay mm-hmm. i uh i recognize this uh uh, I, I don't want to say his name, but it involves uh, n- half of the word notorious and half of the word superfluous. They call him Notorfluous <laughs> Fauna. That's his name, the Notorfluous Fauna. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 uh, eh, I wouldn't be thrilled if, uh, if I ran across one here in Texas. Um, sure. But in Florida makes sense. Does it make sense? I mean, it belongs. It's they're they're, they're okay. okay. Yep. You ever see Avatar? I they're the Pandorans. <laughs> we are the imperialist <laughs> Spaniards looking for the Fountain of Youth. We're the ones in their backyard, not the other way around. I see. Well, that might not be the case, Justin. I'm going to show you this picture here. Can you describe the image of the animal that we're seeing here? Well, that would, uh, but it's it's an alligator, right? Uh, is it's different than a crocodile? But, oh, but is it? Yeah. 
Oh my I god. Don't know. No, now that you point it, it out, is it uh, is it a I, crocodile? I know, I know that the difference between a crocodile and an alligator is the the uh, alligators have flat, square heads, and crocodiles have pointy, sharp heads. Is that an effing crocodile? Is that oh, is that an Aussie Floridian? In Punta Gorda, Florida, a seventy-year-old crocodile has wow. been spotted. You just blew my mind because I thought I thought I knew this story, uh, and I'll tell the story I thought it was in a second. But I want to hear more about this. So, uh, 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 in Punta Gorda, which I believe is midway up Florida on the west side of yeah. the of the handle. Uh, and wait a minute, you know that Florida is right below Georgia. Wow! <laughs> wow! <Wait. laughs> Ryan, did you know that? Oh, you you said <laughs> like. <laughs> Wow! Like right, like wow. touching it. They're touching. Yeah. You know, you know the little thing sticking out <laughs> from the southeastern corner of the United States. That's Florida. I always think about Florida as the crazy floppy appendage at the end of America, but I never think about it as literally touching the state where that city burned that time. Wow. So, uh, so yeah. So alligators are are pretty common across Florida, but crocodiles are usually. By the way, our downloads just went up twenty five percent. Finally, everybody was like, "Well, like at least they're on the program. They now. got the message. Uh, they got it." Okay, go ahead. So crocodiles are usually found more in the Caribbean, especially the American crocodile. So finding one this high north in Florida is pretty rare. You might only see them near the southern tip of Florida, not you know in. Uh, further up the state so uh, yeah they believe that it's uh, a 70 year old crocodile he's been relocated to the southwestern part of the state um he's about 10 to 15 feet long can can i admit that uh i for some reason i guess i got it lodged in my dumb primate brain that crocodiles were always in the southern hemisphere or something i, I guess i didn't realize that there was a caribbean strain of crocodile like um uh, to, to like the moment you uh, pointed out that it's a crocodile. I was like, what? A zoo? A drug dealer? I, how, how did it get there? Well, and it, it, it very likely could have been, right? I mean, uh, yeah. exotic uh, pets. I mean, yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, uh, there's a lot of weird people in Florida. A lot of hot uh, uh, environments that you can keep certain animals that you probably shouldn't. And then there's probably, and there's also a will to keep animals that you definitely shouldn't in, in Florida. So, I would not be shocked if this is somebody that, you know, gets a little bit of land. Punta Gorda is between Fort Myers and Tampa, basically. So uh, to give you a sense, if you go from the, the big population center in the southeast of the state, that's Miami, Fort Lauderdale, uh, it's only really like a half hour drive across the state and then maybe another half hour up the coast and you're there. So that's it, it's. It certainly would be a lot for natural migration, mm -hmm. but I would not be shocked if you found just really illegal and insane things all throughout that state. It, like uh, that, that, that shouldn't be there. Uh, worth worth noting, if if you could bring up that map again, yeah. um, when you look at it this way, um, you know the Caribbean. It, yeah, you'd have to go around the tip of of Florida to to get there, but. Like uh, about about um, I don't know uh, uh, northwest of Orlando there and that little uh, hook in there is Crystal Springs uh, on on the left side there on the west um, uh, where we learned when we swam with manatees we learned that uh, they'll migrate you know a thousand miles or more all the way from 
you know, Alabama and beyond. And, and that's, yeah. that's annually just to get to the warm waters of, of Crystal Springs. Yeah. Um, it's still, still, still a strange sight. Still can, a strange sight. Can, can I tell you the story that I thought you were bringing up? Sure. And maybe you can find the footage because I assume it's out there. Sure. Uh, this is one that I heard just in passing. And for all I know, maybe it was on a rerun and it's not even news. But uh, allegedly in Florida, there was some golf something or other. And somebody, uh, their ball landed on an alligator. Alligator was just chilling out. Dude completes <laughs> completes his run off of the back of the alligator. He Wait. That that is the way the story so, was presented. Yeah, as I a, think I remember seeing this video. That might have been a a holiday rerun because it, I do it, I do think be. that yeah. This is oh, December yeah. you, 16, you know 2020. Man grabs golf ball that landed on alligator's tail. Is this? But oh. no, I think somebody Ooh. somebody played it. Somebody played it where it lied. Uh, uh, was, uh, with, or at least that's the way the story was com- yeah. uh, presented. But if if that story just came out last week in 2020, then yeah, uh, I certainly believe that. I, I mean, still impressive. I wouldn't even. You know what? It's like that, I take the stroke. The ball. I take the stroke. Have it's the fine. Ball. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> uh, shifting gears here a little bit. What do you folks know about the brain? Um. I know Not a whole hell of a lot. I know that the brain knows more about me than I know about it. <laughs> I feel like the brain's like the NSA. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> the knowing it is, stuff agent. It is, it is. It is only giving me exactly what I'm cleared to know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you ever, man, you ever? Don't you wish you could subpoena your own thoughts and <laughs> be all like, "Hey, what was I thinking, Your Honor? I demand to know." Yeah. <laughs> Please. So there are different regions of the brain and the different brain regions communicate very broadly speaking and uh apparently there's a new study in the uk of about forty thousand uh adults the average age of about 55 uh that found uh, this this seemed when i saw this i thought it seems so obvious but i had never thought about it but um people who were considered or had considered themselves lonely had different brain uh, had a loneliness signature in kind of the volume of their brain region activity. So that's one of those uncomfortable thoughts that, that we all like to walk right past. We like to think of our brain as a thing we have, whoever we are, or a thing that is part of us, whoever we are. We really don't like to just believe our brain is that, that, that the us is the simulation from this hardware. All right, all right. Uh, hold what, on, hold what, on. What, 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 what? I don't what? want to. I don't want to turn this. I know that there's a fine line between night attack and the <laughs> weird things. When and when Andrew's gone, it's hard for us to keep on the line of, <laughs> oh, of oh, go on. not this picture. <laughs> like how many? <laughs> there is a little bit of booty cheesecake in there. Well, like uh, all right, yeah. So this is a, a story, and 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 everything that Brian said. Please make that the headline. <laughs> that that there are. Uh, uh, very uncomfortable conversations that we have to have around the idea of depression and loneliness and how much of it, it gets into some very interesting nature versus nurture and, and it, it, how we would try to combat this and whether or not oh, hello, it, it's hello, different it's for different I'm sorry. people. I'm, I'm the editor. I was caught on the subway. It sounds to me like yeah. you're the writer. You're the writer of this article. You I wrote am. a very important article. It's very important for people, especially now in our modern era. You know, we, we need to understand yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay, okay. We got to run a picture along with this, don't we, right? Um, uh, sure. I was, so I was, I was thinking maybe like... Uh, 
the two hemispheres of the brain and maybe like some like synapses firing. Okay. Yeah. Counterpoint. Also, I'm the yeah. guy who gets to decide. Uh, yeah. Check out my effing hot girlfriend. <laughs> Look at that. That DA, okay, that's the, not right. district attorney. I'm talking about no. the other DA. Yeah, Check that yeah. out. She said she okay, was. Well, she said she was lonely, right? Well, okay. She seems so, to be curled up as she if she lonely. was lonely. She for looks sure. kind of so lonely. It's it's so. I mean, basically, it's just it's a it's a very attractive young lady in a large t-shirt and possibly nothing underneath it, looking out. Uh, uh, windows. I'm we don't glad even we really agree. Know. Your story is very attractive. Loneliness uh, is very attractive. Can we? This can we maybe just have? Attractive. Maybe just have somebody like with their head in their hands or or something like that. Does it need? Because you can see half a cheek in this picture. Uh, yes. And what's between your face cheeks? Your brain stem. Am I right? Them clicks though. Yes, sir. See, I hired this guy <laughs> just to say those things. Because I'm not lonely. We're doing this for the loans out there. People yeah. searching for lonely. Also, I don't that think booty. that that's inappropriate. I, like, I think you just might have broken ground on a new inappropriate thing to call people. Uh, the loans. Anyway, <laughs> the loans. Like, all right, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start a Substack. Bye. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So the uh, basically uh, to simplify this way down. It's a holiday classic. The horny people are lonely. Uh, the horn alones. Sorry. Horn, horn alone too. Horn alone. Stuck in man horny. Horn, uh, horn alone, <laughs> comma boo. Do, do the do the loans even know it's Christmas? <laughs> it's gonna be our new. <laughs> Uh, but apparently they believe that lonely people uh, who foc would focus more on internal thoughts uh, as a means of compensating for actual social experience, uh, they uh, may think more about themselves. I, I wouldn't I, be surprised at all to find out that, um, and I don't know if this is, uh, let's divorce, the, divorce this from the lonely question, but, mm -hmm. but I, I certainly know, I, I do a fair bit of kind of talking to myself. Um, where uh, when it comes to I'm tempted to do something unhealthy, whether it's sleep in, play video games, not do work, not answer emails, all that stuff, th there's like a negotiation, a back and forth. And there's this weird phrasing I use like, OK, we will choose this or we'll do this or whatever. Yeah, um, it would surprise me not at all to find out after a lifetime of doing that. That like a muscle, that part of my brain was a little bit more developed than uh, than you might expect otherwise. Uh, and certainly if you're lonely and you're kind of engaging in what they call self-talk, uh, I, I, I suppose that makes sense. Now, and maybe I'm extrapolating too much in, into this, but but the mm -hmm. idea of a physiological, more developed uh, thing uh, being correlating with with uh, loneliness, that that tracks to me. This is also rather prescient. Another study found that loneliness has doubled among older people since the beginning the beginning of the COVID nineteen pandemic, um, and they link to an, uh, to a study that says the risks of loneliness loneliness are uh, equivalent to those related to obesity or smoking fifteen cigarettes a day. Which what about uh, sitting? Before, Where does sitting come in? <laughs> maybe for extreme yeah. loneliness. But if but if you are say. Uh, an older person or if you are living you know li living in a in a care center or something you might be extremely lonely you know you might have both a mixture of loneliness and you know being 
you know, in, in a facility where you may not have a lot of freedom to, you know, to do. So action. to take this in a, in a weird things direction, can you imagine how far off uh, or what number one, number one, whether or not this would happen? Number two, how far, how far off it would be going to the doctor, hopping in the brain scanner and getting a, a diagnosis of, yeah, looks like you're working pretty hard and getting lonely. I prescribe to you these behaviors uh, go outside play vr do you know become become doing it via about brain a video scanner. game or whatever well but i i think part of what what is here is the idea that like all of our brains find patterns right and that there might be a correlative effect of doing like having all of the behaviors that lead to loneliness like these pumps are primed on a brain function level like that you can track that you can track the inner monologue you can track the the uh, self-assessment that eventually then can lead to isolation or it can justify isolation and that makes a lot of sense yeah i i could see you know part of this i think and and they you know they the the average age for this study was about 55 and so i i wonder how much of it is you to get to that point of being able to notice it on the brain at least today you know requires that to be a very long term uh pattern pattern of thought right um they they list some thoughts here imaginary social interactions nostalgic reminiscing hypothetical conversations uh lonely people are more likely to treat pets like people all right i hear you i'm going to go have dinner with my dog <laughs> <laughs> both eating out of campbell's can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With Cheetos on top, <laughs> dog is like best owner ever. <laughs> but I could see, I could see, um, I don't know, within the next, say, a few decades, much like we have sleep studies, right? Like here, wear this light, uh, you know, MRI on your head all day, right? And we can kind of guesstimate what the activities going on in your brain are, and and what 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 that personality I, that's interesting. but I, I i wonder if you need a doctor to tell you if you're lonely or not well but 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 like uh, uh along those lines like like that's a technological problem not a engineer or an engineering problem basically like like there's no reason we can't have that in 50 or 100 years and then if you, once you diagnose everything uh, the ethical question as we get better pharmacologically or even behavioral science wise or nudges um uh, at some point, watching, looking at your own brain, it's like looking at your own character sheet. And then the question about um, uh, 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 ethically speaking is, do you have the right to modify your own character sheet? And do you have the right to say, no, 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 I want to become chaotic evil. I want to become a sociopath. I want to become something something that, that, that other people will find repugnant and awful. Um, and and now I I have the source code of my own brain, and I'm deciding to misuse this in an awful way. Well, I I certainly think that there is a line in which we have to walk of what would be recommended or what would be healthy. That as we talk about this, uh, what what you're saying, Brian, is almost more taking it to like a cosmetic surgery level of like no, like I want to be a daredevil. I want to be somebody who cares less. I want to be somebody that is not falling into these patterns for which my brain has laid out for me. But even beyond that, if we're just going to try to optimize what is the most healthy thing we can do, 
That's a gigantic question. You know, is a world in which you are not quote unquote as lonely as as we uh, as you might be like, what is the appropriate amount of loneliness? Where does loneliness bleed in with self-reflection or or being just a prudent person that it, that enjoys a, a quiet moment uh, as opposed to somebody that needs a, a total stimulus and interaction like they, these are like really kind of weighty questions well, and, if we have this quantifiably. Well, and I guess also now now that opens up an, another interesting question. It's like, uh, OK, if loneliness is defined for sake of this hypothetical as the unpleasant sensation of wishing you were with other people, but not being able to be with other people, do you get like a lonelinessectomy? It's like, uh, yeah, it's uh, um, due to the virus, due to my work schedule, due to my night shift, due to my immunocompromisation or whatever. It's I, I'm not going to be able to see other people as often as other people. I would love it if I just got, you know, just just reach out in there and just just, you know, kind of give a little neural flick uh, on 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 that part of me that makes me miss it. And then all of a sudden I won't miss it. And now I'm not lonely, even though I'm seeing the same number of people. I'm, uh, it, it almost sounds like you're describing like an antidepressant or like, uh, yes, we have, we have those. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I, I, cause, cause I like, I, I, I like, I, I think this is an interesting train of thought, but it does make me think, well, we do have, you know, between psychology and psych psychiatry and, and, uh, you know, even group, group therapies, like, um, what is what would be the because this 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 article is just about finding that signature right seeing these right. trends of the brain but not necessarily any prescription to make it better if you want to be less lonely you should go and go to buffalo wild wings or something you should go to a bar and, and talk to somebody else which is difficult to do for sure but but i i think we're, we're looking at a long-term you know uh uh footprint in the brain and you know the daily activities to to shift those things. But by, by the way, I, I, I think that we are onto something because <clears throat> we are in a very atypical moment in our history in that fear and public policy of a physical illness is now in the poll position ahead of mental illnesses. Normally, we have lived in, in a charmed enough society that we are more likely to think of and fear for our friends and family members for whom are going through a rough time mentally than we would be worried about our friend who never washes their hands and doesn't get a flu shot or something like that. That's that's looked at as just rabble and and like, ah, oh, but you want to know what? Like, I think Doug's going through a really, really hard time right now. That's kind of at, at the top of it. And we're flipped right now, right? Now we're very focused on on the physical and we are uh, to the detriment mm -hmm. of of the the mental and i think that there's no world in which you know as this knock on wood uh a virus and pandemic subsides that we're not going to have a tremendous pendulum swing back to the idea of oh what damage did we do what is the mental and human cost and in that case it's like I, I, Bryce, I'm with you. Let's go look up whatever startup that has some, you know, like tiara thing that you just, you know, wear so you can get a, a, a measuring of your brain activity and then it'll recommend five or six different things that you can try to do on your own hand. And then 
the next level to Brian's point of like, no, let, and then if it's not, if, if it doesn't go uh, uh, better by your subtle machinations, are there things that would go forward? Because I think that we are going to look like right now we're closing our eyes to a lot of this. And you put, you pointed out the loneliness in 55 plus we're closing our eyes because that's the sacrifice we have to make. That bill's going to come due and it might come due in the next like four or five months where, where that's the biggest story is wow. Look at all the awful things that can happen as a consequence of this. Yeah, there's a there's a a counterexample. I guess the same the same impulse swing in the other way. It was the wildest thing. Um, everybody has their own temperature uh, in terms of how comfortable they are with online life versus in person life, extroversion versus introversion, all that stuff. Um, uh, my my oldest uh, was increasingly really engaged in online forums, uh, fandoms around certain things, uh, uh, role playing and stuff. Uh, which which I was sympathetic to because in my teen years, I was very much the same. I didn't really start to go out and have friends in real life and go to parties until I went to college. So so none of that really bothered me. Bonnie was more extroverted uh, in her teenage years. So she perceived uh, uh, our oldest daughter's you know development as like, ah, is, it, is it okay that she spends all day online? You know, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But then like in one year, the whole world flips upside down. And suddenly the exact same behaviors that were so concerning a year ago, now we're like, my eldest daughter is far and away the most well-adjusted, plugged in, highly social, best developed of all of us, uh, because because the uh, the world just flipped a switch just like that. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting because at some point the switch will flip back. Yes. I mean, we're we're uh, or, we're, we're, or we're close, least, uh, or or at least it'll stop pushing exactly as as hard to the one direction as it has been at this moment. Well, I think whatever comes out of this will be new, right? Mm-hmm. And and we know it will likely look more like this moment than a, an immediate snap back to uh, where we were before. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, Which, by, so, by, like, by the way, uh, worth repeating. Uh, at some point, somebody said that uh, the expectation was we're looking at a slow rollout of vaccines, a hesitation for a year, and then basically late twenty three, early twenty four, uh, get ready for the party when we all remember what it's like to be extroverts and we all go to raves. Whew! I, oh, hearing those numbers, I oh, I knew it would. I knew it would be long. Well, I mean, but, but the nice well, thing is but, that there's a lot of I also don't think, I don't think that that's, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't. I, I mean, think I guess, that may, the three of us are outliers in terms of we're all ready, ready to get back to, to get No, busy. no, no. Beyond, beyond that, the question is exactly what all that looks like. Like what, what does our world look like? We don't even know. So, so let's, what does extroversion look like? Does it look like extroversion looked like before? Because I think that's that was the idea. Like when when we were at the beginning of this, the the question was like, oh, as soon as this is done, just global orgy. Like that's what happens. And it's like, okay, but now it's not when it's done, it's not gonna feel like it would have if it had been done in June, where because we all had this crazy and slow world. Yeah, yeah. And and so it'll just become a thing. One day we're gonna read a a, a thing on Twitter that says Globally, there were no new recorded 
COVID-19 things. And we, we will be so far beyond it. You know that what? It won't even I matter won't even us. see that because I'll be listening to an NPR podcast <laughs> where someone will say, did you know that there was a virus called COVID-19? What? What? Yes. Really? For reals. It was wow. that. Which was that in America? <laughs> it was, was all over the world. The wow. world? The whole world. This world. The globe? This world that we live in, that Dr. Fauci lived in. Lives lives in. Because in the future, sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. Rest in peace. Stepped into there. Who's Fauci? <laughs> the AIDS uh, doctor? He also was the coronavirus doctor. Hey, Brian, uh, did you know that we have a Patreon? What? Yeah. Really? For this Patreon? program? For patreon.com slash weird things. And on that Patreon, we can give you so many benefits, including a custom RSS feed. Wow. Yeah. This is a thing. <laughs> I agree. Patreon.com slash weird things. Head on over there. Get your uh, episodes a little bit early. Get your custom RSS feed. And uh, uh, it, it's going to be a good time for everybody. Yeah. You get after things about two yeah. days before everybody else. You get email notifications, all the good stuff. Yeah. Patreon.com slash weird things. I got a little bit of a change in topic for you. Brian, Yep. I'm going to show you this image, and I'd like you to describe it to our audio listeners, please. Oh, the sadness of being alone. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, to, uh, okay, it looks at a first glance like maybe some kind of like Mars probe or something. It looks like a photo. If I was just going to guess without game theorying any of this, it's what I would imagine you would see as a Mars probe is about to land on Mars and there's like a rocket blast that's causing long shadows mm. and you're looking like straight down, straight down camera. Yeah, that, that's what it is. So, so imagine a, a rocket landing and, uh, and, and there's a bunch of long shadows of all the, the rocks around. All right. Uh, Justin, what do you, what do you think this might be? I, yeah, I, it, it, it I'm, <sighs> I don't know whether this is me being really stupid, but because of the color, I'm just going to assume it's some Martian rock formation. I, I, I Well, before we find out, yeah. uh, what's funny is I thought Mars has to be a trap. It has to be obvious I'm supposed to think of Mars. What's the opposite of Mars? Then I thought Venus. And then that led me <laughs> to uh, get to uh, a best-selling book in the 90s. No, um, uh -huh. uh, yeah. uh, there was recently... Some chatter, a Wired article was talking about uh, how do we explore Venus in a world where uh, Venus just melts uh, anything digital that goes in it. And uh, one of the ideas being bandied about is what if you create essentially a totally analog clockwork probe? So it, uh, it's, it's to it would be totally analog. Uh, it, it lands, and because there's nothing digital that's going to melt while it's in there, you can make it of, of stuff that's able to tolerate those high temperatures. You can have it uh, collect energy with basically the wind uh, winds it up and then the clockwork gets it to go forward. And, uh, I, you know, we, we lived with analog uh, radio transmissions for 200 plus years. Um, mm. uh, that sounded amazing and awesome to me. But I don't think that's what this picture is. No, this is not what this is. What if I told you this was a little closer to Earth? <sighs> And that okay. it was on Earth. <laughs> well, that, now that I'm looking at it, knowing it's on Earth, the fact that it's triangular in the middle makes me think of those monoliths that 
everyone's fashionably putting up, but I don't monolith. see how that would get monolith. Monolith. <laughs> monolith. <laughs> Will it shoot straight up into a cloud? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh man i forgot sure it what will it, sing it uh, loud no okay yeah not on your life so yeah. so these images the rain came off my pudding can <laughs> <laughs> take my pen knife my good man so these images are some of uh some some that had been collected at the bottom of lake michigan what now that you know that what are we what do you what is this is this uh, a boat sank uh, not oh. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> not I got really right. excited. <laughs> no, this is even. I didn't even say it right. I just shouted a boat. <laughs> I'm <sank>. a yeah. <laughs> so these are about ten thousand year old Stonehenge-like structures. What under Lake Michigan? Uh, what? Okay. So made by humans in a pre-ice age era, I guess? Question mark. Uh, pre presumably there was also unconfirmed but they did find on one of the rocks what looked like what may have been a carving of a mastodon let me pull it up here for you holy ya. cow and and you can see in the photos they're like a uh, six arranged in a circle it's very clearly intentionally made uh the boulder with markings is about three and a half to four feet high and about five feet long so it's not a huge pillar like like stone hinges but it they do seem to be in a circular shape and uh, Arche the I guess the divers found this and and believe that this may have been a mastodon. I think that there are still archaeologists who want to um, to see these petroglyphs to confirm them, um, but they do not. The, 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 those archaeologists do not dive very often, so they're still figuring out how to confirm these. But this would be. Oh, by uh, the way, that that is one of my favorite things is when multidisciplines um, that are that are not often to overlap have to work together and it's like like nobody is qualified to chime in <laughs> there's like three guys who's like yes i'm a master diver and a, a paleontologist or or uh, uh whatever yeah. archaeologist uh so that's um we got one other photo here you can see some of the larger pillars um from the dive here and it's oh that, yeah that's unquestionable there's wow. a, a very yeah. strong circular structure between these pillars so Anything, whether whether it's religion or art or whatever purpose they had for doing this, or to mark or a calendar or whatever, all of that seems like a, 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 such a flex against nature, where it's like, we did it. We know how to make food, fire, reproduce. Our guts are now shaped differently because we don't ever eat anything raw anymore. What else are we going to do with our time? I don't know. Let's, let's start making art. Uh, that's so amazing that so long ago we essentially were doing the equivalent of, you know, making up MMOs and stuff. Well, I guess the question is also where in Lake Michigan, like where in the, like if we're to imagine that uh, man, you're, I, like, I, I wish if, there if was you, some you, easy you, way for us to point uh, when we talk about Michigan well, that no, everyone no, did no, always. No. Like, like it, when you were growing up, did you ever have like that one shopping center that always flooded? Like like when it when it rained. <laughs> this this may like, be a particularly Florida story, but go ahead. But I right. understand. But if this were... is nearer to the coast, this exactly. may be may explain yeah. how it gets down there rather it's than like in the on, center on, on, of the lake. Ex yeah. And so it's like I I wonder if if there is a, a correlative element of like, oh, okay, well, Lake Michigan used to be so small and now it has gotten bigger, or now it has shrank. Like like where where in the human timeline are we on this? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have that 
information readily Are they hiding but- it like those like those ding dongs out in Utah with the monolith? Are they like not not saying where it is because they're afraid a bunch of yahoos are going to go down there and hang a barstool sports banner over it? Apparently, this had been found a few years ago, and there was just not a lot of information posted about it online. So this is still kind of a developing story. That that also Michigan. strikes me as a prudent decision where it's like, let's say you find this and you realize this is going to be the find that's going to make my scientific career. What are the ways all of this could be screwed up? I don't know if every Yahoo uh, waving a, like, like a kind of like the SpaceX splashdown with all the, the Trump banner folks oh. just started circling around. It's like, <laughs> I would, I would, I'd probably keep this a little bit Maybe quiet. Maybe just keep that on the quiet for a little yeah, bit. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, all right, one last uh, qu- quick story here, and then maybe we'll talk about uh, Tem- Tenet for, for a few minutes here. Um, uh, I'll start off with a story, and you guys tell me what this is, because we don't know what this is. Uh, apparently, there are mysterious radio signals coming from Proxima Centauri, about 4.2 light years away. Oh, I, I saw the headline on this, so... But that's it. So I have no idea. Uh, yeah. what, what, like when when you say strange, do we mean pulsing? Because uh, at first we thought pulsars were uh, an intentional signal until we realized that gravitationally they start to you know pulse. I wonder where they got this. So apparently, what is very interesting about this signal is that it is in a very narrow radio spectrum around 982 megahertz. That is a range that human-made satellites and spacecraft are not broadcasting on or, or using. Uh, they uh, also say that there is not a natural, a known natural way to compress electromagnetic energy into a single band frequency. So I, I believe, um, I understand this in musical terms, right? When you're doing like an, an equalizer, you can't just have a hard cliff when you want to adjust. You have to round it off. Otherwise, it sounds very unnatural and it's very difficult to create um, you know, such a cliff and, between and, frequencies. Uh, uh, the version of that I think of is when I was kids, we, we had these gigantic CB, uh, you know, two to three mile range, um, you know, from Radio mm. ch- radio Shack things. I, I think you see them on Stranger Things or whatever, but but you only got three channels. So whatever channel you wanted, you had to go to Radio Shack and buy individual crystals to create oh, just wow. in that in that one uh, uh, band uh, to transmit. I, I have an idea but I don't want to say it until anyone else has an idea. Um, and so right now we don't we don't really know. We, we 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 don't know exactly what's causing this. It's a very narrow band, which seems too uh, very unlikely to be natural unless there's a new phenomena we are unaware of with with radio transmissions. But we don't we we don't seem to have any spacecraft that would be creating a signal in that manner. So so this, so, so it does appear is. to be. Uh, would, would it be modulated? This is where we reach the fringes of our scientific Ugh. understanding. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, my magician mind thinks uh, it sounds to me like what you've described is a hard problem of how would nature create a very specific signal in this one band. Um, and the magician mind to me thinks that's not the question. The question is um, – uh, how do you, like, like uh, what could block everything else except for that? And um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a cloud of dust or whatever, probably crystals from Radio Shack. Ah. That, uh, <laughs> uh, think about it. When's the last time you saw a Radio Shack? They had to go somewhere, didn't they? I mean, yep. if, if we're going to weird it up, could 
could we, could it possibly, I guess, I don't know how far 4.2 light years is away. It's exactly 4.2 light years away. <laughs> I, oh. I, it's the amount of <laughs> distance yeah! it takes 4.2 years for the light to reach you. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't, in terms of observation, right? If there was a civilization living 4.2 light years away, would would it be obvious that it existed or not? I I don't know that, but it does seem if you if we wanted to 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 explore this, it it could be a sign of a extraterrestrial civilization with some sort of uh, I don't know yet un unheard of form of technology. Yeah, and and because it's a very inorganic signal that 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 is kind of the big takeaway is that. Uh, right oh, now, they can what? only believe that this is technologically created, th- such a narrow radio frequency. So I, I, I know we love to, to run free range, but, but to my skeptic filter says something like, remember when we discovered those stones that were hexagonal? Uh, when we discovered them, uh, when we first read about those those stone formations that are hexagonal, uh, the, the you, at that time when they were discovered, you could say no known process would make these. But then we study them, and then we discover the process that made them, and now it becomes a known process. This this feels roughly in the God. It really does look bizarre, doesn't it? Uh, this this feels roughly in that neighborhood where it's like. Uh, um, we're just going to wake up one day and realize, oh, you can actually... No, 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 no. The, like the, de- the default hypothesis is that it's natural. And if it's natural, then it's unusual because we don't understand how it happens yet. Now we just got to figure out how it happens. But but that doesn't... That's Everything I said I is see. totally unhelpful outside of, <laughs> outside of as a framework. If you don't want to leap straight to must be aliens... There, there's plenty of room mm. to roam around it. Now, I want to jump straight to let's jump aliens. straight to aliens. That's that's <laughs> all I'm saying. That's <laughs> gum. And it, it, you know, if if I was say if I was an extraterrestrial species and I wanted and I maybe had observed humanity and wanted to reach out to them and maybe was being bombarded with radio frequencies for however long, maybe I would try to send a very pinpointed signal in what. I believe to be empty airspace. Well, and empty and well, space. Uh, okay. So let me let me take your idea even farther. Sure. Um, if you are trying to say howdy, then you would want it to be a pinpointed signal, but you wouldn't just blast it willy nilly into the, the blackness of space. You would maybe send it specifically directly to one of your closest neighbors. Ah. Uh, and there's a reason it's called mm. Proxima Centauri, and it's not because it's very far away. Right, it's because it has four legs. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, four legs and two arms and a big muscly chest. <laughs> and uh, always is playing druid cards. <laughs> well, uh, if you listeners have any ideas, please send them in. Uh, we've got uh, email instructions in the podcast notes uh, to send stuff in. I also want to thank RJ for sending in the alligator crocodile story that we talked about earlier today. Yeah, that one, that one really awesome. blew my mind. Um, Justin, should, do we want to talk about Tenet? Should that be this? Should that be after things? Uh, you know what? I want to congratulate you guys. That was a great discussion about Tenet. Uh, <laughs> really, I, if anyone has any questions, uh, uh, uh weird things, uh, neshcom at gmail.com. Traditionally, we save this for after, for after things. things. Okay, we can unless do that. We, unless, unless we have a really good after things question. Do we have, do we have anything in, in the chamber for after let's things? I'll for tell after you what, Justin, we're running out yeah. of time. Let's let's start to wrap things up on our tenant discussion. Let's, let's, <laughs> you let's got bring it. it on home. Uh, super uh, quick, you guys want to do some picks? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got, I finally got, uh, <laughs> uh, it turns out that the anime, okay. Uh, huh? 
the anime to give your daughter who hates everything cliched about animes. Mm -hmm. do, do, do you have a guess as to what this is? So imagine- It might be One Punch Man. That's like exactly what it is! Uh. <laughs> I successfully got my daughter, who is very loud about how she's so annoyed at all of the, the cliched tropes of anime. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Seems like you might like this one. And uh, uh, I left in the morning and they were on episode two and I came home and they were on episode 12. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Yeah, One Punch Man is a, is is great because it specifically kind of says no thank you to a lot of the formulaic uh, structures of and and is actively mocking might be too strong a word. It's kind of but, it's kind of got a little irony tinge to it. Yeah, it, like, it is like, aware of the other shows like, exactly where it's like yes, that's the bit we're doing. We're doing the bit where we're doing what's dumb about other animes. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Uh, where, where is she watching that? Um, I believe on, I think both Hulu and Netflix. It's definitely on Netflix. Nice. Justin? It's back, baby! The McRib. Expanse. Expanse. Oh! Expanse is, is, is expanding all over my television. <laughs> Very excited about it. I, New I, Expanse. I don't think I got a firm answer out of you about whether or not I should dive back in or wait until the last season. Knowing that I fell off. Oh, well, it, it, selfishly, just so I can talk to you about God it. Start watching it. it. Okay. Start right. watching it. And this is the final season, right? No, I think that they no. might do one after yeah, there's this. there's one more. One more after that. Um, this is the fifth season. There's six seasons total. Oh, I thought there yeah. were six books and five. Okay. Yeah, there I are nine books, and, the, and that's why the chatter in Gossip Land was that maybe it'll be six seasons and some movies. Ah, which, uh, look, uh, uh, I will believe that they are done making Expanses when Jeff Bezos dies, because <laughs> apparently it's his, like, favorite show, and he will just keep making it. Like, I don't think that, I mean, this is a dude who, like, dressed up uh, and shaved his head when he was a kid, for, or when he was a young man for uh, uh, a, a watch party for the last Next Generation episode, so we could dress up like, like Picard. That's awesome. Uh, I don't think that that man is going to let his own... Uh, something that he controls die without a proper send off. And he certainly is not going to lack for money. Uh, also, even if they stop showing episodes, who's to say what those actors are doing every third uh, weekend of their month <laughs> <laughs> and why they're all traveling to, I don't know, uh, Los Angeles or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. Um, uh, the new episodes are, uh, they're a little bit more like, the uh, uh some of the earlier seasons that focus a little bit more on kind of the the gritty political stuff which is my uh my 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 stuff uh, what i love uh it really is just i don't know it's it's like my favorite science fiction show in since Battlestar Galactica like nice. hands down it's great so are they doing episodes every week on Amazon Prime i think they blasted out 3, three squirted first. out 3 and then i I, I heard that they're gonna go three three three. Oh, okay. Um, but okay. I don't know. I I I I found that a little odd because I presume that they would do the same thing that they did with the boys, which was that initial three burst and then like one 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 one. Yeah. <laughs> I, but but uh, by the way, the one 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 was the reviews on in numbers of stars that people were giving it <laughs> before episodes even came out based on because that it was weekly. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, oh, where people review bombing. Oh, it yeah. Their no, it babies. Was, it was rough. I, I oh, think there's, stop it. there's still a lot of figuring out in terms of streaming stuff on 
if you're not going to dump an entire season at once, what are you going to do for like, what is the best practice? And I think I bet Amazon is even still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, I've got a pick. I've, I've mentioned this before. I had not had a chance to play it much um, in, in the past uh, couple of months with the new consoles coming out. Um, but over this weekend, I was like, okay, I'm going to really sit down and try to finish this because I could tell I was close and, and I was uh, getting, um, you know, making a lot of progress. And that is uh, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. This is the science fiction um, strategy game slash um, uh, hand-painted, uh, I don't know, visual uh, narrative story. This is the one where it's everything. Everything from giant monsters to an right. epic ensemble cast to time travel. Kaiju, to, aliens, yeah. time travel, shifting gates. There's a talking cat who gives you a magical gun. Um, Man, do you think Penny would like this? I bet you would. I think she would. Yeah. I think she would. I think that this is similar in how um, how One, one, one Punch Man is kind of like, okay, I know that there's a structure to telling anime stuff and and we're going to try to buck that. I feel a lot of that in, in 13 Sentinels in that um, it's really packs in a lot of story and a lot of plot, but also has a lot of accessibility. If you forget stuff like I had not played in a couple of months, so I could go to the encyclopedia and look up, OK, here's all the things I'm supposed to know and remember. Um, and also the gameplay, the gameplay is rel- relatively easy if uh, you don't like strategy games. And I think you can ramp it up if you want it harder. But the fact that you can go back and forth and say, okay, now I want to be playing the the strategy game. Okay, now I want to go and play the narrative game pretty much at will um, is is really is really crazy. There are not games like that where you just say, I want to be this character and here's where you're at with this character now. Is, is this one that that I could, uh, let's say I wanted to uh, tackle Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I get it on a disc or just download it, I guess either. You could download it. I've yeah. downloaded it um, and I think it's price reduced for having been out for a little Ooh, while Oh, it's now. on Nintendo Switch. Is it? Uh, well, it says the word Nintendo Switch here, but that's a Amazon problem. For all I know, it's a way to trick me it, it it might be i am only aware of it on the playstation at this moment um oh actually don't buy it on the switch because i think that's a different game Ooh, on deal. amazon i think they there's a weird the so we want thing. the ps4 i think it's on it's on ps4 okay um and it, it it's it's beautiful it's really well done and i think the story is really intricate and um i think i'm in the last third of the game now and it's it's great you know i do the narrative stuff and i'm like this is great and then i move over to the strategy stuff dreading it almost a little bit and then i start playing it's like oh yeah i'm like knocking this out um so i i think it's really cool 13 sentinels colon aegis rim cool all right well uh that'll do it for weird things this week for brian and justin i've been bryce it's been weird Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.